What's good? This is episode number 118 of the Jack Dan Podcast. Got your boy Metal X2 in the studio with your boy Josh Rockstar. What's happening, y'all? What's going on? What's good? What's good? We're, we're back with another episode, 118, and we got ourselves another one, another spicy episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Nintendo has been kicking butt. These guys uh, been rolling. Yeah, no, for sure, hundred percent. Um, I've actually really been giving myself props for the for the kind of different games that I'm into. Um, like I, I, a lot of assortments, but you know, we'll we'll get into all that. Plus, there is uh, rumblings of possible console coming. They're saying placehold July 29th uh, or whatnot, and. You know, and so people are like, "Oh, a new system did come out. It's the OLED for the for the Splatoon one. That that's new system." I said, "No, no, no, that's not it. That's not it's got <laughs> no, not like last time. No, it's it's, it's got to be something new. Exactly. Yeah. It's got to be something new for something real. Else. But um, yeah. but no, we definitely got uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, uh, we we definitely want to get things rolling, get things more active. Uh, on the Jack Damp podcast, I'm back. Uh, back we're back going live now uh i'm back settled in uh hopefully um, josh don't pop up and say he can ready to move now <laughs> no no i'm done one and done so, so so we have a little bit of, of uh being settled now so we can go back full stream uh what well, steam ahead get some um uh get uh, new faces on here new guests new voices and uh, go back to the old Jackdown podcast we used to be, but you know, different ideas, new stuff. But, uh, but anyway, you know, we just uh, we just we just like chatting and chilling, talking about games. But Josh, how's your past week been going? What games you been playing? What you been up to? Week's been good. I've been watching a lot of TV. I finished Arcane. Mm-hmm. That was possibly the best video game thing that I, I've watched. Oh man, oh, what a ride! I cannot wait till they drop the second season. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm not even a, like a huge league guy too, and, and it's just like completely watchable and so good. I, I've been watching another show that just popped on Netflix called uh, The Terminal List. It's with Chris Pratt. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. On, on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good yep, so far. I saw that. Yeah. I, I'm on the boys right now, so I, oh. I, I want to watch that after. That, that's another one I have to watch. Like the, I have to get caught up on the voice. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's I like uh, I like the the butcher, like uh, Carl Urban. Oh yes. Yeah. Yep. He's such William a good butcher. actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. He, he's a badass. Yeah. I I remember like uh, he he played uh, Judge Dredd in this uh, like movie. Uh, the the premise is kind of like it's kind of like the Raid Redemption, where he's going mm-hmm. up this big like tower. And he has to get to the top where like this prime lord is and he's judge dread in the movie and like he does like such a fantastic job as judge dread oh i didn't know that mm-hmm. it's a good one okay. uh, other than that i've been playing uh i finished hot shots golf so that mm. is that was really good but my heart is with hot shots golf 2 which i'm waiting for them to drop 
I, I can't wait because that then they start getting into like the the cameos. Like they put uh, Sweet Tooth, they put Sir Daniel in there, they put Gex, and you they're like all playable golfers. So that's like really yeah when they start doing like the the cool cameos and stuff. And then after I finally after nine years I've went back and finished The Last of Us. Nice. Yeah, I decided I don't. I don't want the new like remake. I don't think it's worth the money right now. I'll play it later. Mm-hmm. But I finally, finally went back and finished that game. And just as good as people say it is, I don't really like the gameplay all that much. It's a little stiff. But the story, just as good as everybody says it is. Really good. Yeah. I believe you. That's what's up. Okay. Um, I myself, uh, I'm playing this new game on Switch called Little Noah Scion, um, and it's a roguelike game, which you already know has captured me. Uh, it's a randomized dungeon and it kind of plays like Returnal, where if you die, you got to start over. (laughs) Um, and is it a new game that just came out? It is a game. It, they announced it during the Nintendo Direct and it was Shadow Drop the same day. Ah, yes. Right. Um it's called Little Little Scion Noah, I think. Yeah, little little Noah Scion of Paradise. Yep, that's it. Yeah. And it is it's it's nice. So the main protagonist Noah. Um that's this this little princess looking girl. She commands uh she has an airship that flies across the sky and she um commands these little um little people called lily puts and they uh how, how do we put it like she command them and they attack and do different abilities on her behalf it's kind of like alamar and and um oh my gosh pikmin what, what pikmin it's like the little pikmin she attacks them and they have rpg stats and um every everything like that like it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting and um yeah i yeah, i'm enjoying it yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. The it's, bosses uh, kind of remind me dope. of Smash Bros. bosses, but like with like a whole, um, like almost like an RPG element to it. It is. It is definitely. Um, they they have a lot of of different. Um, they have a whole lot of different things. And actually, you know what? Here, uh, let me see. Is that going to? Yeah, it did. It filled the whole thing up. Um, so it's it's weird. It it plays like uh, it, like you you're collectible. And the thing the thing about it is, I wish that they allowed for uh, abilities to be able to keep the same one stored that you originally had. So here, so I'm gonna see if I just share just a little bit of it might as well so it kind of plays like this where you can choose the different um monsters that you have and and then i don't like calling them monsters because they look like little people um but you go through you can attack and and that's all you're doing is just sending the people out continuously and they have different movesets they have two different kinds of attacks the one that you sent out and then you have the ones that you assign to the x and the a button there and Looks I mean, cool. it's, it's pretty nice. The bosses are overkill; they're incredibly hard. Um, so it's just it's just one of those things. I I enjoy it. Um, it's actually been keeping me 
pretty well. I wish I could actually take it back down to normal, but I can't. It's stuck on hard, and I'm stuck <laughs> that way. So oh, no. it, it's I, I can't I can't do it. <laughs> it's um it's just one of the things. But it's actually really fun. I'm playing also Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Um, it is the um, Fire Emblem with uh dynasty warriors and it's the second game however the way this game plays this game plays as a uh a prequel and it's in a different universe so when you play fire emblem three houses you play in the form of the ashen demon aka byleth and and then when you look at it from this game you're playing from a whole different person point of view but you're actually playing against Violence. So you side one of the houses, and the Ashen Demon is basically the way the Ashen Demon is. But I strongly suggest you playing Fire Emblem Three Houses be at least one playthrough before playing this game, because you cannot understand, it. and then you'll be able to appreciate uh, the different point of views that the game has to offer. Yeah, it um, sounds like it uh, ruins some surprises, like. Uh yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like you you want to play you want to play fire emblem three houses first before you play this even though it's a prequel there's a lot of different things that happen in this that also happens in the game yeah it's kind of it's kind of like breath of the wild and uh age of calamity you should play breath yes. of the wild first yeah and then age there you of go calamity. yeah there you go there you go so um, both games, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth. Are, are playing really well. I actually also um, uh, got Ruin King as well, the uh, League of Legends RPG. Yeah, I started playing I'm, that a little bit. I'm clearing up my um, schedule now because I'm going to be playing that very soon. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've yep. caught the bug. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, shout out to uh, Boomatron and Stream. Um, yeah, I, I do agree uh, that it's a very fun game. And for anybody who plays and loves Fire Emblem, you will, even though, like I was talking to uh, one of my good friends, even though it's in, it's a prequel that's set way before the game, but like I said, it's in an alternate universe, but you get to appreciate the where the people started before they even get to Garrick Mark, which is where that you set up base in Fire Emblem's Three Houses. So uh, it's, it, like I said, it's a prequel, in an alternate universe and they have a lot of strategies to this game like i find myself playing this game and hitting the pause button a lot to organize send my troops tell them where to go while i go and do this like it's like i played one battle and it lasted for 35 minutes and it was just racing across the map do this do this do this send people here don't let these people get here don't let this person die escort this person like all this stuff happened and it's like two or three different objectives going in one battle and it's just it, it, it's just like the heat of the moment <laughs> and it's and it's nice i actually when i first started playing i liked the main character um because they had the whole dual wielding but now my favorite Udis is uh sylvain i'm playing on the blue lions uh playthrough right now and sylvain is like my number one top dog right now he he's uh he's got him i got him to the master class holy knight and this guy is a wrecking train like he runs through and destroys stuff like just i mean chips away at their shield and and they're they're gone in no time so um well like i said i do like the fact that they've retained a lot of um, a lot of Fire Emblem elements in this game. Yes, the relationship building, I still haven't really saw the point for building the relationships because 
I mean, I haven't seen the reason for you. In the old games, relationships is important because that's how well they come to your aid and things like that. But mm-hmm. in this, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. So, um, but at the end of the day, this is the best Musai game that I'll play. I have uh, Persona Five Strikers. I haven't even touched that barely. I played Age of Calamity. Didn't even really like that. Um, so playing Fire Emblem Warriors and then now playing this, um, I do feel a lot burnt out by it sometimes so i do kind of like take a break but it is a fun game so i go and play something else and i come back to it mm. um but um yeah like boomatron saying i do like i do hope that they come back and they they do enjoy uh making more games out of this because it's a different type you don't want all games playing the exact same you know what i'm saying like it's just you don't you don't want mm-hmm. i agree yeah like it feels like they're hitting their stride uh yeah like with these games they've been doing really yep. well yeah so just just before we jump in uh to the topics because honestly we're going to talk about uh all things nintendo basically on um uh, on this episode we we're going over we, we took last week off uh so now we're kind of covering everything nintendo direct oh my gosh i forgot so this month two of the biggest games this month Digimon Survive and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Two of the biggest games coming. I don't even know how I'm going to be able to bounce those. And then you have Live a Live Live or Live Alive. Um, I I need to play the demo for that. Um, Stray is coming (sighs) this month. Yeah, but I'm not playing as no cat, bro. <laughs> I'm not playing as no. I, I, come on, Josh, where's that cat going? He's, he's going, going to, places. He's going, <laughs> going to get um. What, what do you call the popular cat food? Going to get more cat food. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I. So here's the thing. As much as I love, like I, I like. Okay. I'm a Nintendo guy. Let's just start there. I'm a Nintendo guy. I love playing Nintendo games, but I'm not. I don't like just playing Nintendo games per se. I like playing games that's fun. Like honestly, I'm, I'm enjoying Fire Emblem Three Hopes a lot more than I thought I would. Um, I'm enjoying playing uh, Little Scion, uh, Little Noah Scion of Paradise. I'm enjoying that, even though that's also on Steam too. So it's not a Switch exclusive. It's also on Steam, but I'm enjoying playing exclusive. that. Yeah, because I, yeah, I mean, it's PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so maybe it is only on there. So, it, but, but it's a fun game. I, I like playing games that are fun that are challenging. Of course, I'm still playing Smash, but um, I'll probably start playing Kelowna Fantasy Reverie series as well. That comes out That's next week. This month. Oh, no, no, this week. This week. This week. This week, yeah. actually. Yep, July 8th. So, I'll probably be playing that as a nice, chill. Like um, me too. A nice, chill action platformer game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like games like this. And I, I don't know what else to say to it. I, I like playing fun games. And the Switch is, is bringing all the fun games right now. And I get to walk around. And I'm sorry, Mo. I'm going to call you out. I know you're happy for, you know, your Steam Deck and everything. But... <sighs> The Steam Deck is too bulky. And I'm gonna leave it at that. It's way too bulky for, for what I wanna do. It's literally like playing an Atari Lynx from like 20 years ago. That's that that that's literally what it is. 
yeah. Oh, have you, you you know what the Atari Lynx is? It's it's one of the big. Uh, it's here. I'll show you what it is. Oh shit! Uh, it's a it's a handheld, effectively. And is that my dad had one of these? Is it the Atari Lynx two? I think I think it's the Atari Lynx two. What? Why? What? What the? This? Yeah. So here, I'll. This thing is actually pretty. Why are it's there pretty crazy. Two sets of A and B buttons? Yeah, because it's like so. I played California games a lot growing up. Like that's that's just what I did. I played a lot of those. Um, Rygar, uh, Xenophobe. But this is the way it looks. This is the. This is how big a Steam Deck looks like. Like oh, I mean, even if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you took look, you look look at this. Look, look at this. Oh wow! Okay. It's <laughs> like, come on, look look at this. The links is, that is ridiculous. The the... <laughs> That's ridiculous. That that right there is ridiculous. Look how big this thing is. That thing's a boat. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's... <laughs> It, it, it's a, it is, it, it's a, it's a crime shame. It's huge, and um, screen, I'm though. not. Yeah, you know what the funny part is? The screen on the Nintendo Switch OLED is better than the screen on the deck on the Steam Deck. The deck is OLED too. No, it's no, LCD. It's LED then. Yeah, LED. Yep. I mean, sorry, it's LED. It's not. It's not OLED. So when you look at um, somebody had put up The Witcher side to side and looked at it on the Steam Deck, and they're like, "Yeah, no, the 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 blacks on the OLED looks a lot better." And then I mean, even though the Steam Deck is more powerful, right? But yeah, the Switch, like like Stripe said, Nintendo has the most fun. It does, in my opinion. With my opinion yeah no, don't don't shoot me down it's my opinion i like i like being able to load up my switch and and playing a little bit of everything so um but uh but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now when xenoblade comes out and when digimon alive um survive comes out i'm gonna be bouncing between those two games honestly <laughs> they're two different uh styles of game one you have a top down tactics ogre disguise type game and then another one is a pure action rpg both of them are gonna have a crazy story digimon when i tell you i played um uh what was i playing cyber the digimon yeah, Cyber Sleuth. I, I put in mad hours in that game, mm -hmm. mad hours, and I loved playing that. The whole, uh, you know, fusing together monsters, things like that, which is why I like Shin Megami Tensei Five, right? The same kind of thing. So, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Which, which kind of brings us into the Nintendo Mini Direct. Um, they first launched it off with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And I'm not a Monster Hunter fan, but Monster Hunter is pretty huge. Um, two two and, million copies in a weekend. I think that's what they're yeah. they they got. That's, it's that's pretty insane. It is absolutely insane. Um, I don't even know how. I don't even know. I mean, so don't get me wrong, right? It's it's an excellent game, but it's not for me. Uh, it's more of a hack and slash. You're beating on a dinosaur on hunts, getting higher level gear, and and you're going on hunts. You're you're hunting for blood, and and that's what 
Monster Hunter is. Like I said, it's not for me. It never really hooked on to me. So we'll leave it at that. Um, oh, and it says, uh, and near, uh, near Automata, the end of the Yorha edition includes all release content plus new costumes exclusive to the Switch version. And guess what? This is not a cloud version. <laughs> this yeah. is the full game. Yep. I thought when I seen this, I thought it was going to say cloud version after it. And they really shocked me, which makes me believe, okay, that Square Enix really dropped the ball and got lazy with Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm sorry they did. They yep. could have really worked to make that game fit, and they chose not to. I mean, they could have watered some things down. Of course, I know the Switch is a little hard to do, but when you see some of the witchcraft that they be doing with some of these games and how well they run on the Switch, um, like, for instance, that last update of Fall Guys that came out now made the UI smooth when you're on the social tabs and you're on the main menu on Switch. Uh, it, it, that really made Square Enix look like dog doo-doo. I'm sorry. They didn't have any excuse for the like the first two collections. Like, maybe three they could say okay cloud maybe fine. yeah maybe yeah maybe maybe but not one and two that was playstation 2 yeah no nah. nope not that, when you have not when you have 20 things on the screen on xenoblade chronicles 3 no no there there's no excuse mm -hmm. not I, i'm sorry you you can't you can't and i'm playing and and i'm playing um I'm playing um, Fire Emblem Three Hopes right now, and you have all of these people on the screen and all the action, and the game plays at a steady 30. Come on, Square Enix, they really, they really. I, I think Square Enix is they just they they tripping over there. They didn't messed up that. They didn't messed up Marvel's The Avengers. They didn't messed up uh, what is it? Guardians of the Galaxy. Didn't they do that too? They did, but like, I wouldn't call that a mess up. Like. Okay, they could have did a lot more than let you just play just as uh, okay. Star Lord. That, that's fair. No, the game is fun. Okay, the game is fun, but if you're gonna have again, and I'm gonna be real, real smooth with this, if you're gonna have an immersive story game based on a team, if it's a Batman game and you're playing just as Batman, okay, that's fine. Um, if you're playing a game that's focused on a team of people, allow that team of people. It's just like playing Power Rangers and you're focused on all the Rangers and you can only play as Jason. Yeah. You can only play as a Red Ranger or you can only play as Tommy the White Ranger. Yeah. You have all these other characters, Gamora, Rocket Raccoon, Drax. You have all these people, but you can only play as as, as Star-Lord. So that's why I forever call this game Star-Lord and Friends, and that's what it is. That right there is a mess up. Right? And then they turn they turn this game into a Marvel's Capcom 2 assist, uh, although people are good for assist and assist. So, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But um, Square Enix is, I think they redeemed themselves with Outriders, World Slayer right now. Um, they're doing better with that. That game is, is shot off pretty well. I'm actually been playing that. It's taking a lot out of the book of where it messed up at. So it's, it, it's doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Plus, like a slew well. of other stuff we're gonna see on this list. That's great. Absolutely, Let's put their name. Absolutely. On. Yeah. Yep. So um, the next game, Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Um, that didn't really catch my eye. Um, I'm trying to remember what this was. Was this a action platformer? I think so. I 
think uh oh yeah no this is an action indie game no this looks good so it's an adventure game okay that's fine um super bomberman r2 mm-hmm. i actually excuse me i like playing super bomberman r and did did, did they announce this being a free-to-play game uh oh oh i, I think sure. did because i think i think super bomberman r was free to play it went free to play. It was. Yeah. It did. So yeah. they're apparently closing those old servers, and now they're forcing everybody to go this. Uh, they have a new one versus fifteen battle. Like that's that's insane. Yeah. Um, but for me, okay, now this is where nostalgia kicks in. For me, the still of the show was Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. That right there, y- y'all have to, y- y- y'all have to understand. Okay, as a kid, one of my biggest games that I played that was under that was a, it was like a, a sleeping game was Mega Man Battle Network. Okay, when I, I've played all of them, I would sit up on my Game Boy Advance with my worm light playing this game. Okay. Uh, it is a RPG game that you have a deck full of chips, but it plays as an action game where you have a three by three by three. So it's it's uh, nine spaces on a grid that you can move around on and you, you can shoot in different enemies. You can use your power up chips that's in your deck and you can attack the enemy. Now, what makes it more interesting is there are certain uh, abilities that restricts your movements on your spaces. So there are certain bosses that you fight that uh, constantly take out your lanes and force you to be in certain lanes and get hit. Mm-hmm. Like it's completely crazy. And then you can also mix chips as well, where you can create combos with that. And then there's also summons of different bosses that you kill. like. Yeah, it's uh, and the story is nice. The story is nice. It, you 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 play as Lan, which is the owner for Mega Man, which in this game they call him Pets, and um, Mega Man has to help save the internet, and the only way he can save the internet is with Lan, where he can use him to jack in, and that's where, and, and honestly. Uh, I, I kind of our, our mascot for the Jack Tim podcast is actually uh, Land from uh, from Mega Man Battle Network. He actually says Jackie and execute like it's it's actually it's a whole animation by itself. So then you go from the real world to playing on the internet, and you roam around the internet. It's like it, it's it's a great game. So not only are they giving you Mega Man Battle Network one, two, then they have three, which includes battle network uh blue and white yep. yep and then they have um ford and they have falco and grega they have so yeah, many different like games falgar and Gradicar? I, I, yeah, I, yeah something like they that. have a whole lot of them yeah, yeah they, they have, have a whole like, lot of them starting from three they did like two versions each yeah kind of yep. like how pokemon does it and it's cool that yeah, they exactly put them both in the collection instead of just choosing one so you can pick True. still like it's so cool they really went so, all out for this. So my thing is, okay, and I, I, this is my thing. I hope they have online for the versus battles oh, because be I so actually good. liked playing. So me and my group of friends, we would play this game, right? Um, we would all meet up 
like once a week and we, we're all playing the same game we're playing different combos and different decks not everybody's going to have the same chip i mean you may have a few people with the same kind of chip but everybody has different combos and i never forget there was my good friend uh his name was also john and he created the combo jail rain where he come he he come uh, combined a jail chip and another chip and basically what jail rain did it it stuck you in one area so it's like different jails that rain down and permanently destroys blocks on your side which sticks you in one ear it, it was crazy and then he would combine that with another chip that's like a hyper cannon that it's it charges up but when it fires it kills you and because of jail ring you can't move anywhere so you're stuck in that like man this game is full of strategy so i hope that they allow people for online battles for any one of these games i I really hope so. If they don't bring the online battling part, yes, the game is fun, but I feel like that's half of what the game can offer. That's just my personal thing. Even if they only do it for the later games, mm -hmm. right? Even if they only do it for those, I, I will be happy. But um, seeing the Mega Man Battle Network series is long overdue. Um, I would also like for them to birth a new one birth a nintendo switch version if they do that and give you two versions josh do you know how great this game would be like i, I like games see josh these are the games i like playing i'm sorry but i would rather play this over horizon zero dawn i'm sorry i'm not saying it's better than that game not by all means i'm not saying that but those are the type of games that i would play before i play um what's the what's the uh, movie that you just dropped for um the game god of war Right, I'll play that before I play God of War. That's my opinion. I tend to agree. That's just yeah. That's, yeah. that's just where yeah. I'm at. So I was really stoked. At the end of the day, exactly. That's yeah. what it is. I was really stoked. But then I know you were stoked when they dropped Pac-Man World yes. repack, uh, a remake of Pac-Man uh, World. That that was just completely. I want to see what new things they put in it yeah me like too that. i really want to see that it sounds like a good so. idea i hope they do more of those like pac-man world 2 is the one i'm more familiar with so i hope mm -hmm. like this one sells well so they can do two no nope. i'm gonna know nope. um blanc is a narrative adventure of a fawn and a wolf club and has local co-op that looks pretty interesting Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that was interesting. Return uh, to Monkey Island is also um, 2022. Blanc is February 2023. Um, excuse me, Mario vs. Rabbits. Sparks of Hope. Or actually Mario plus Rabbits, because I think it was Mario vs. Rabbits before, but Mario plus Rabbits, Sparks of Hope, is the um, leading sequel to Mario vs. Rabbits Kingdom Battle, mm -hmm. which dropped when the Switch, like near when it first came out. Uh, mm -hmm. This game is a... I think 2018 the next year, year this after. game is a, a marriage of uh mario and um xcom yeah. and this is when they first gave mario a gun <laughs> they're like wait a minute <laughs> mario has a gun it's like what yes yeah. mario has a gun folks in the in the form of a of a mega man blaster <laughs> I think it was it was one part um, where the gun kind of like transformed in his hand. But you know what? L let me just stop. The whole game was made by Rabbit Peach. Okay, she made the entire game. If you played the original Kingdom Battle, 
and you did not like Rabbit Peach in there, you wouldn't have liked the game because she's hilarious. She walks around with the cell phone throughout the whole game, taking selfies, destroying stuff, and then saying oops <laughs> throughout the whole time. It's it's actually been that that was a that was an amazing game. Um, so I really like to see, and the DLC was good too, the Donkey Kong DLC. Yeah, and that game was surprisingly hard. Um, that game was not for the faint of heart. Uh, Kingdom Battle, especially mm-hmm. when you got to Bowser's level. I want to say I barely got through some of those stages. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can play as Bowser. Yeah. Right. Yes, I saw yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I saw that. And the game, the gameplay looks like uh, like they made some like cool improvements. Now you can move first and do like little slide attacks, and then you can attack. So you got like two phases almost. Yeah. You could do that on the other one. Well, uh this one like you can like they increase the movement like before you could, Oh, they increase it. Yeah, you move and attack. Now you can move, oh, attack okay, and then move saying. again to reposition yourself. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's adding a whole whole different flavor to it. Okay. That's what's up. Um next game that we, we've just spent I'm talking about it was a shadow drop. Little Noah, Sign of Paradise. Excellent game. Excellent game. I actually want to, you know what? I'm going to make time. Okay, I won't be able to do it this weekend because this weekend is, um, I'm out of town this weekend. But I want to rehook my stream and stuff up so I can actually stream that game. Because that would be that would be something I would stream and probably break my monitor at the same time because of how crazy it is. It it honestly it is the the Returnal plus Pikmin is exactly what that game is. It, it, it honestly is it's pretty fun. Uh, Real great. It's a train building simulator. Um, that's something for everybody. Um, RPG time, The Legend of Right, where you get to RPG where you draw the elements in your sketchbook. That actually looked pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cool um, mechanic. yeah, that looks that looks pretty good. Um, Sonic Frontiers, it's not a Switch exclusive. Um, if I play this game, it'll probably be on maybe Xbox or PlayStation. Um, when they first advertised this game, they said it was an open world game. Now the developers say are saying it's not an open world game. It's an open zone game, yeah. which means you load up a zone. You can do everything in your zone, but that's it. It's not like a open world game where you can travel from one continent to the next or one world to the next. You have to drop in an area. And from the videos... The zones look pretty empty. Again, I'm not going to judge it. Let's just say it's early content, early videos, things like that. So uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to chop it up too much. So this holiday season, I listen, if they drop this game anywhere close to the the death zone, I don't know if this game is going to make it, honestly, because Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is coming with the heat in November. I don't know how it's gonna survive, honestly. Was it November fourteenth for Pokemon? I, I I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. And yeah. this Pokemon is the first one of its kind. Okay, it takes its blueprints from Legends of Arceus, but it brings the elements of the old school Pokemon back into it, where you're battling trainers, you're being, you have your trainer battle. I mean, you have a lot more competitive uh, side to it, whereas Legend of Arceus was more of a solo game. You get your feet wet, you can trade Pokemon, um, and you can, ex- and then in this new game, you can explore the world together. So I wonder. Can you co-op from the beginning 
all the way through like after you pass the first bit i'm actually actually curious to see how they're gonna do this i, I, I know we're gonna see yeah. yeah i know we're gonna see um more information on it as they get closer we're probably gonna pokemon direct in september maybe october where they're gonna probably say 45 minutes for this game they're probably gonna announce a season pass yep. um they're gonna announce uh i hope they announce amiibo support like if you use your amiibo you can you get different pokemon because i have a mutual amiibo so mm-hmm. Like, uh, and you know, speaking of Mebo, they really award people that collect those Mebos because, if I, like, for instance, and um, actually, hold on, Boomatron, if you do you have your Amiibos, um, if you are uh, um, using Three Hopes, you get crazy in game weapons when you scan your Amiibos. I scan Lucina, Violet, and um, uh, Corin, I got I got the uh, the spear of Zoltan, like it's and that's an A rank weapon. I've been going around flooring people, so it's it it actually behooves you to scan your amiibos every single day. Honestly, that's that's don't forget to do that. Um, <laughs> listen, scan you can scan through five a day. Apparently, the generic amiibos give you generic stuff. Um, but if you scan your Fire Emblem-based Amiibos, they reward you with better stuff. So I'm yes. mostly scanning through, because I have Lucina, I have Marth, I have Corrin, Byleth, Robin, and Roy. I, I still want to get Ike. I still haven't picked him up. I still want to get him. I want to get Ike. I want to get Player 2 Corrin. I didn't realize how. Player 2 Corrin is going to eBay for 200 bucks. This is flipping ridiculous. I like Wait, honestly, player, it's flipping ridiculous. Like, uh... Yes. Yeah, so, so if you if you remember, player one and player two had different versions of amiibos for like different costumes. And for instance, they have like player one, player two Bayonetta. They have player one, player two Cloud. Player two Cloud has the event children outfit on. I have that one. I didn't want the original Ooh, one. I wanted the event amiibos for it. Yep. They have they have two different two different amiibos. So player one and two Corn is the male and female version. I have player one, which is the male version. Player two version is the female one and i didn't know it was so real it was exclusive to amazon it sold out the oh. day it came out and they didn't reprint it so right yeah. now that amiibo is going for two to three hundred dollars for emo for amiibo i'm not doing it it's not that nah. serious um but yeah it's uh stripes you need to finish arceus absolutely um i can't wait to see what uh scarlet and violet's gonna look like honestly it's gonna shut everything down i'm definitely hoping to have you know chat rooms open and people just grouping up solo i'm you know what i'm gonna have a discord going full steam ahead when when pokemon comes out because everybody's gonna be jumping in looking for a party to jump in looking for people to play with and that's gonna be hype all by itself um one of the amiibo that I'm really looking forward to. So supposedly they're still finishing out the amiibos because they're behind. Um, I'm waiting for a Pyramithra amiibo. I hope that it's instead of one amiibo, I hope it's two so I can buy both. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's two. That, listen, when those come out, yeah, uh, that, that is them hands down. I'm buying both because the last amiibo that was to come out, um, Min Man, I bought her. Yeah, she was the latest one to come out. So I, I bought the Min Min and Bebo because that's just unique by itself. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it has... Plus, Pyro Sonic... and Meta is probably going to be used in Xenoblade 3. 
probably get you something special. Oh yes, um, Shulk is. I heard Shulk has a Mevo support in yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles yeah. Three. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Monado. So I actually have the Shulk Amiibo. So I'm, here's the way I buy my Amiibos. I only buy the cool ones, the ones that come from specific series and different things like that. Like I don't buy the like I don't have a Mario Bowser or princess i don't have all those i bought i have the two variations of links and zelda well i love zelda so i had her automatic but i bought a little old for um legend of zelda breath of the wild because you remember you got the different gear sets and that it was a chance if you scan them so i have uh the old school zelda not the new one from breath of the wild i have the old one i have both of the links the one from uh twilight princess and i have the one from ocarina of time so i have those two and then i have ganondorf um, so I have those, but I have all the different ones, the different amiibos. I'm actually in the process of setting my cabinet up so I can, you know, make them look good. I mean, it doesn't look as bad, as good as your, your, your setup behind me, but it, it's getting there. <laughs> Yo, it's don't getting worry. There. You'll get it. You'll get it. You'll Absolutely. get creative. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's all gonna be all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Maybe I should get a floating shelf mm-hmm. up there somewhere. That'd be, that'd be dope. That's my next uh, uh, idea for expansion is a floating shelf. Yeah. Floating show. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's a good idea. Okay. Um, so to get back on track, Disney Dreamlight Valley, early access September 6th. Disney Animal Crossing versus the, uh, Cross the Sims. I don't know how well that would be, but that'd be interesting. I, I, I wonder. I'm kind of interested. I, I like my Disney. But like, you like your Disney. I, I just don't know. Like, it's an early access, so I'll probably wait for like a full version to try it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, Live Alive is a game I was talking about. The demo is out. Three chapters available on the eShop today with save, save transfer. transfer. So uh, I like games with save transfer. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes had the same thing. Triangle Strategy had the same thing where you play a very in-depth excuse me demo and then you can trade it to the full game literally when i played fire emblem three hopes it was kind of like a tutorial or slower version and then literally once you cross from chapter four because that's where the demo takes you up to once you crop from chapter four to chapter five everything unlocks and the game opens up so i, I like how they did that uh Dormans, three of seasons friends of the great kingdom drops 2022 um, that's something else to look forward to. Minecraft Legends. Um, that's next year. That actually looks pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. That's, it's coming at all the consoles. Even yeah, that's Microsoft that's all the consoles. It. Yep. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures action RPG as opposed to traditional turn based, but it, it's co op, and I actually am looking forward to that. I hope they have drop in drop out co op on that again december 9th that's dangerous that's a danger zone i probably won't even touch that game because pokemon again right well, I have just, more than uh, enough to play for sure oh yeah i'm i honestly truly between oh yeah and don't forget splatoon 3 comes out in september so between between splatoon between um smash between uh, all these other rpg games yeah i don't know We'll see what we'll see what it is. Um, but they showed Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes in the highlight reel, No Man's Sky, another rich witchcraft game. To make this to put this game on the Switch, even though this game is old, but to be able to put something like that on there, October seventh, that's pure witchcraft. They, uh, I hope yeah, the game runs. They said through. there's no multiplayer at launch, but that doesn't mean they'll they won't add it. Like they'll they'll find a way to right. add it quickly. Like, yeah. It'll be complete very quickly. I'm down with that. 
Um, a Plague Tale Requiem Cloud version, uh, October 18th. Uh, Captain Velvet Meteor, The Jump, plus Dimensions, that's uh, July 28th. Um, Portal Companion Collection, Shadow Drop, that game actually runs pretty well. Uh, I've been playing the Portal 2 co-op, so that's pretty Ooh. nice. Um, Harvestella. You want what, Portal Companion Collection? Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to put it on PlayStation or and Xbox, so... I think I might just have to get it for Switch. Just get it. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, Harvestella is a life sim action RPG game by um, by Square Enix. So I, I'm actually very curious to see how that would work out. I actually might be into that. We'll see what happens. Um, and then, of course, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. The Persona series are is finally coming to Nintendo Switch. I actually called it when they announced it for PlayStation and Xbox. I'm like, I can't see them not bringing this to Switch. But Nintendo wants to reserve it. They want to do their own yeah. thing. And that's exactly what they did. They had a Morgana. And no cloud versions. None of and that. And no cloud version. None of that. So I feel bad. I wasted 20 bucks buying Persona 5 Rail on, on the PlayStation 5. I feel busted because I'm not playing it on PlayStation. I'll play it on the Switch. And that's what I plan to do. I plan to pick up Persona 5 Royal, play it on the Switch, love it, indulge it. Um, Persona 4 Golden, I've played it and beat it on the Vita. I'll play it again. Persona 3 Portable, played it on the PSP. I will play it and beat it again. Um, however, I am concerned on why they chose the Persona 3 Portable. Now, I know why they chose Persona uh. 4 Golden. Because Persona 4 Golden is like Persona 5 Royale, where you have everything in the game and all the extras. So that's a Persona 4 Golden. But Persona 3 Portable is the watered-down Persona 3 game, where instead of you being able to really run around the city, it's more like just moving it on the map. And Persona 3 Portable does not... Does it have FES? It, it doesn't, I don't think. Like that extra no, chapter, right? But yeah, where it you play does have age. the female protagonist. Like you can you can play as the female protagonist in Portable. Right. I, I kinda I kinda know why they picked Portable. Uh why? Okay, so it, this is unofficial. This is this hasn't been like told by uh from the devs themselves, but apparently the code for FES is a mess and for them to go back and remaster that game would be damn near impossible so they went with the portable version which they kind of did mm. from the ground up anyways when they made it mm. that that's the unofficial reason uh why they haven't gone and did uh, fes instead okay well that makes sense well uh, persona 3 portable yes you got a chance to play as the female protagonist uh and when you actually play uh persona 3 portable there's a, a track that i actually like um it's called time um it's the overworld music and you can't find that music in the original persona 3 mm. so i actually 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 like that uh that version of it being able to play things from the other side yeah. uh again there is some trade-offs i guess uh I think like the cutscenes are different in portable. Mm hmm Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, different from the original. Yeah. Sucks they couldn't like find a way to put both together. 
like give you like the best yeah. version of it yeah so they say persona 3 has two enhanced releases yeah persona 3 fes and persona 3 portable persona 3 fes released in 2007 for the ps2 and it's the same game but added a new epilogue chapter called the answer which you get to play as uh Aegis. Uh, and it has a new dungeon and I actually liked playing that but it's more of a thorough conclusion to the events of Persona 3 and also you can date the robot now. Persona 3 Portable was put on 2009 on the less powerful PSP and this version seemed focused on simply adapting the game to the PSP so all you did was go through um, and you had the uh, the dungeons you explored and exactly Persona 3 Portable, uh, they removed the 3D Explorable Overworld, which replaced the 2D point and click uh, with a visual novel style, which I didn't really like that. But, um, you know, now the, and even the anime cutscenes that were included in the original game are also replaced with still pictures. So it's it, it's it, it's a downgrade. And unfortunately, with Persona 3, there is really no definitive version except FES. Um, so, I, I mean, it's, it yeah. is what it is. It's still an excellent game. Uh, I still like it. It's still wonderful. Um, but it, it just, yeah, it, it enjoys this. But, but um, now, when you did play the original Persona 3, you could only control the main character and you can only tell or command how you wanted the team to act, right? right. Uh, and it didn't work. It didn't work like that. In this game, um, when you play Persona 3 Fordable, you can control each character and you can also tell what the other people do. Um, so now you can also guard against enemies and party members. They can block fatal blows and um, different things like that. So um, it, it just it, it's it's it is better. It does has its ways where it is better. So um, I guess it's just yeah. a case of like the two versions have their strengths and weaknesses. It's like there's no definitive one. Yeah. Yeah, and then they say that it's more accessible. Plus, per putting Persona 3 Portable on the Switch, um, it, it yeah, it, it's actually nice. Plus, Persona 3 was actually, when you played that, that game was a little bit of luck because when you wanted your party to heal you, they, they it was random. It, it was random. It, it was more of luck. In this game, you can actually tell them to heal and it's it's a lot better to play so i think that's the reason why people they they there be more they're more inclined to play this than the other one mm -hmm. um i hope they do give the answer as maybe a future um download however it wasn't as good as the first one it was very tedious um, and you didn't really play with any other personas. All you did was play with just Aegis, and that was it. Right? So, um, if you really want a, a better, more refreshing way, you can replay, start playing the game as a female. Um, because it's a whole different game. Right? So... Mm -hmm. That was one of the big spiels that everybody was excited over. Now we're just waiting yeah. for a release date. 
Yep. Yeah. Well, they for, said 2023 for, for both of those. Yeah, they said 2023, so we yeah. don't know when that is. Um, another news, like we mentioned, Splatoon 3 uh, will have its own special OLED. Uh, it is the first OLED exclusive model um, that they've redone. I think they have like six or seven different ones for the Switch, the original one. Um, they have the, the, the smash one, animal crossing, the monster hunter, whenever a lot of different ones, but this one is the Splatoon three and that's coming August 26th. Beware the game is not included. They mentioned it on the box. The game is not included. Mm-hmm. All right. So Boomatron says that, uh, in the Japanese direct, there was a, an extra game, um, ultra Kaiju monster rancher. So they got like an extra game shown. Really? Yeah. Ultra Kaiju Master Rancher. Hmm. I have to look that up. Ultra Kaiju Master Rancher. Oh, it's like the old school Monster um, Monster Rancher. With Kaiju? Yeah. It looks just like Monster Hunt Monster Rancher, actually. But you're using Kaiju. Hmm. And this is supposed to be localized as well? Yeah, it's getting a Western release. That looks cool. Oh, yeah. Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher will release in the West. They actually re- uh, updated a release yesterday. Um, uh, Bandai Namco has confirmed it'll be coming to the West. Um, we don't have a full release date, release date yet, but it's definitely coming to the West. Wow. I would have never thought this would have been. Wow. And I, I don't, I don't even know all of the Kaiju. That's crazy. So they just created different monsters. I hope they have an online mode to keep the game going where you can at least be able to battle your different, uh, things okay that's cool that's what's up um so heading back to listeners so that covers everything from the nintendo direct excuse me um so now we have information sucker punch has released a development update that is very transparent says that their whole studio is working on a niche project which is rumored to be ghost of tsushima 2 thanks to some recent job listings suggesting that the project and that's what they're working on says that they're not working on Sly Cooper or any infamous projects and that no other developers working on those IPs either. So those are apparently in the dirt. Uh, says in regards to Infamous 2 and the Festival of Blood uses generated content that they'll be doing maintenance to keep those missions alive, but they will have to one day sunset those features. So don't get mad when they just go poof. I mean, it get is what it trophies is. trophies before they go poof. There you go. And they're also working to give players the Cole's Legacy DLC to all infamous Second Son players as if it was previously DLC only available with the collector's edition of the game. So um, hopefully they'll be able to do that and they will be able to enjoy that. I I Um, hope Sucker Punch didn't just lie about this because they deflated a lot of people with this statement who want like... mm -hmm. We were hoping Sly Cooper was coming back or Infamous was coming back. And they, mm-hmm. they, some leakers who were saying that like Sly Cooper was coming, they just got yeeted. 
They got destroyed. <laughs> One of them, account wow. NGT, he's done. He's done now. He's like, I'm retired. Yeah. He's retiring, leaking now because he got called out. Yeah, wow. he's done. Special Nick you lied to me. You got my hopes up. Oh, well, we we try to tell people about those leakers that the take. Please take things with a grain of salt. I mean, that even goes for Nintendo leakers as well. Um, you know, people say this, this, and this, and this, this, and that. And I'm not going to get into a whole lot of details because a lot of that is water under the bridge. We've been talking about the Switch Pro for the last three years, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, supposedly we've seen dev kits come through certain game listings. I mean, we've seen all this, seen, but we've seen factory production. At the end of the day, Nintendo was not in a rush, as we can see. They said the Switch was in the middle of their life cycle last year. They said there was no new hardware coming last year. However, this year, they're quiet about it, and they're not saying no new hardware. So that's leading people to believe that there is something else new coming. Um, We don't know. However, I will say this. As great as Nintendo was doing with some of these games that they're building from the ground up, um not all developers can pull off the same witchcraft that like monolith soft or or um virtuoso or um um what's that other one panic button um a lot of these these people that have porting magic not everybody can do that i mean heck square enus can't do it which is the reason why some of their games look like crap on the switch uh if they're ported now games like harvestella which is built from the ground up you know, you know, so those games are looking, you know, pretty good because that's again, that's gr- that's built from the ground up. I don't even see Harvestella is not even cross platform, is it? Um, I, I think, think it's just only. Uh, okay. Well, it does say platform Steam, so oh, okay. I think I think um, Switch is the only console that it's announced. Yeah, Switch and Steam. Again, Steam Deck. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it's 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 Steam and Switch only. So um again I, I they just they just need to do better with it. But I, I'm really excited to see what's what's gonna happen. Especially like for instance, um there's a lot of new announcements. So Shadow dropping on July seventh, which is tomorrow, uh Gwent Rogue Mage is releasing a single player deck building roguelike. Please tell me that this is on Switch. Please tell me this is on Switch. Oh, which one? Josh, the uh, Gwent. It's a rogue game. It's it's uh, it's like um, uh, Slay the Spire. Yeah. Please tell me it's on Switch. It's kind of like Slay the Spire. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is it on? Oh man, it's on PC. Gosh darn it. Dang. Can they can they drop this game on Switch, please? Yep, PC only. For now. Gosh darn it. Okay, alright. Well, it's on it's on there right now. They need to be on Switch soon. Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis is coming to PS4 finally. Um, when did that originally drop? Because how long was it exclusive? <laughs> how long was oh, the exclusivity man. on Xbox? Was it last year? What year? Are, are we talking years? the original or new Genesis? No, it's new Genesis. It's been on like Xbox for time. 
Yeah. yeah, no, it's New Genesis. So it's finally coming to PS4 at the end of next month. I know people are crossing um, their 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 calendar off. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know how these people start playing that game. I'm just going to be honest. Because when the game first dropped, you could only go up to level 20. And I felt like that game was unfinished. It, it, it felt like it was. That's just me personally, my opinion. But it, to keep dropping a level cap over you know every five or six months or whatever uh actually let me let me see where it is now um uh, let, me, let me see where oh now the level cap is 40 oh my gosh it's 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 20 more so they've doubled the they they've doubled the the level cap from 20 to 40 because it's been 20 since the launch when did they when did they drop when did they you know it? Uh, i looked through the notes five and... months ago Five yeah. months ago. I looked through the notes, and the the first time we talked about it on the show was episode 31. That's terrible. Yeah, when they did the Xbox showcase that year. That was 2020, I believe. Josh, stop it. Really? <laughs> I think so. So that means it came it out in the beginning 2020. of 2021 then. Yeah. Okay, so a little over a year. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So apparently the reminder here's the main elements of the new Genesis uh a February update. Level cap is now 40. Chapter 2 is the newly added chapter 2 side story. Rank 3 will be added to Mount Magnus and Van Vanford Laboratory ruins. Rank 2 will be added to Resaw Forest and so on and so on. I oh, this game was such a letdown for me, honestly. yeah that's i mean so they're saying technically the level cap has been 35 since december but that wasn't really uh like a hard cap you have to get to that cap through gear and stuff so i'm not gonna get into all that the next versions of bio mutant will be releasing september 6 free for current owners of the game um i wasn't really into bio mutant never played it so uh if you really want a game go buy a used copy of the xbox one and mm -hmm. ps4 game and get the free upgrade, yep, the, free upgrade um, yep. the dial field chronicle is coming out september 22nd uh valkyrie elysium was originally leaked and now it's official it's coming out september 29th also for playstation players if you pre-order it you it actually comes with valkyrie profile lenith which Ooh, was actually a playstation PSP vita the uh, playstation vita game um, oh, sorry, uh, Vita or PS? Well, I think it was Vita. I think it was Vita. Um, yeah, Vita. Yeah, so it comes out PS4, PS5, PS4, PC, and Steam, aka Steam Deck. Um, so it's it is weird. Supposed to come to like, that. They're like Square Enix is just dropping bare games like all over mm -hmm. this year. Because like, isn't Diofield Chronicle also a Square Enix game? And they're, yes. they're dropping like seven days apart. Yep. Yeah, you're right. So you you were right. Valkyrie Profile Lenith was on um, PSP, and it wakes its way digitally to PS4 and PS5 on September 29th. Uh, I actually liked playing Valkyrie Profile Lenith uh, when I had my PSP. So is that the original um, like remade? Is is that what it is? No, nah, it's it's or just it's just a port honestly oh, and they said they would emulate the the definitive version is on mobile and has game pass support so they're saying apparently we have to emulate the android to play on pc um 
Oh my gosh, they're saying people need to review bomb Elysium and Pressure Square Enix to port this version. I don't believe in review bombing at all, but that's uh um oh they brought back the famous move Nibelon Velesti. Oh okay. That was a very popular move and on Valkyrie Profile Lenneth. That, that was a crazy move that did crazy damage. Um so that's that's interesting. Anyway, um, No More Heroes 3 is finally coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC on October 6th. That was originally a Nintendo Switch X, uh, console exclusive, but now it's coming on other consoles now. Mm -hmm. um, a Playtale Requiem is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC on October 6th. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Playtale will officially release on October 18th. Uh, let me correct that. Star Ocean 6 has a release date and it's coming to October 27th. However, um, I don't think this is coming to Switch either. And um, it's probably going to say PC Steam, aka Steam Deck. Of course. Oh no, it says Windows, but Xbox. Hmm. It'll probably come on Steam too. Yep. Star Ocean Divine Force is available to pre-order on PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam, aka Steam Deck. Now, this is where the Steam Deck stands out, okay? Bigger demanding games like this that you yeah. can't play on the Switch is where the Steam Deck will shine. And if you want to play games like this, um, Tales of Arise... Final Fantasy VII Remake, games like this you want to play on the, on the goal. That's where a Steam Deck will come in at. And that's where the Switch need to get their butt on the rocker. Yeah, because I, if I think this game... The Pro will be announced soon because of this yeah, game. Yeah, because if Nintendo Switch was powerful enough to run these games, guaranteed these games will be on there. Because when, I, when, it, when the Switch was first announced... I was like, okay, this is going to be just another emulated machine because they're going to have all the virtual console games on there, so on and so forth. But when I saw how many RPG games that's coming out, and I'm like, wait a minute, you can almost bet that any RPG game that you see gets released for PS4, it's getting released for Switch too, because the Switch is a, a RPG machine. Because Xbox, if you're an RPG fan, don't buy an Xbox. Let's just get that out there. It just it is what it is. They're trying to fix Very it. Very unfortunate. Yeah. And they're trying to, but you, you need to you you would need to buy a Switch. So like for instance, Star Ocean, I'm really happy to see that it's coming on PlayStation and Xbox and not just PlayStation only, because for the longest of time, Star Ocean games were only on PlayStation. Um so I, I'm really excited to um to see that uh Triace is back behind the the driver's seat again and uh it's published by Square Enix. So I, I can't wait for that. Uh, that's pretty awesome. God of War Ragnarok will be releasing this year, November 9th, which is what people have been saying. They've been saying it's coming this year, and they finally have a date released. Uh, the Collector's Edition and Jotnar Edition will both come with a 16-inch replica of Thor's so Hammer. cool. Honestly. And I wonder where you have to be worthy to pick it up. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, um, that that hammer looks great. I don't give a shit about anything else in that collection except the hammer. At the except the hammer, okay. <laughs> um, Forspoken has been delayed from its November spot to January 24th, Perfect. 2023, and that has been one of the best things you could do because I'm gonna tell you, yeah. as Perfect. much as I want to play Forspoken, that would have got floored because I would not have been playing it. 
Yeah. At, at least it's done that. Same thing with Sea of Stars. If Sea of Stars would have found its way coming out the end of this year, it would have got floored too. Yeah. Um, so they deleted it till next year. That's one of the games. So uh, Eildon um, Chronicles, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to yeah, Sea of Stars. Years. Two, yeah, 100 year, two indie RPG games that they, um, Sea of Stars was always coming to Switch, but Eildon Chronicles, they, they were, didn't know if it was going to come on Switch or not, and then they go on, put that post, and they say, well, we're going to look into it, and then they, like, a, a week, week or so after, okay, it is coming to Nintendo Switch, we, we, we figured it out, I'm like, dang, it took y'all, that was quick before y'all figured mm-hmm. that out, yep. so, uh, <laughs> that, that was, that was nice sales to see. Too, and they're like, oh, we need the Switch version. Yeah, we need it. Oh, they have to. They have yeah. to. They have to. So we'll I'm really hoping. So I really hope that when a Switch Pro comes out on a higher Switch, um, I know the reason why it's really, really careful that they got to do this because they can't leave the existing Switch in the dust. But I'm really curious. Are they going to pull a new Nintendo 3DS kind of spiel and make it where games can only play on the Switch Pro if you want it on there? Yes. I'm really, you know, I'll see them make maybe have two versions of it. I don't know. I don't know. I think Metroid Prime is going to be one of those games. I don't think, like, from the sounds of it, this Metroid Prime they're working on isn't going to work on the the main Switch. Probably not. Seems like it's way too too advanced for that. Intensive. Yeah. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a power packed episode. I know we got the nuggets left. Did you wanna um you wanna go uh, rapid fire through those? Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. We we got a lot. That's like a whole ten piece right there. Yeah, the, you got your uh, money's worth here. This is the special. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, McDonald's is giving out free nuggets here. <laughs> for real, for real. All okay. right, let's do this. Let's do it. So, PS Plus essential games for the month of July include My Boy, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, Man of Medan, and Arcade Again. Coming right. soon to Game Pass includes Last Call BBS, DJ Max Respect 5, Matchpoint Tennis Championships, Road 96, Escape Academy, My Friend Peppa Pig, Overwhelm, <laughs> Paw Patrol, <laughs> Power I'm Watch sorry. Simulator, <laughs> All right. and then the return of Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami 1, and Yakuza Kiwami 2. So now the full collection right. is on Game Pass. Right. You can play all of them. Even so before you go to the next one, I, I would just wanted to mention and throw in and um, so now we're learning that Game Pass is a revolving catalog, meaning if you see a game leave, chance are the game is going to come back mm-hmm. because we do see games coming back. So I do like that. It's not a one and done thing. That, that's yeah. nice. I think that happened in Streets of Rage 4, too. As soon as it, it left, like right. a month later, it was back. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. they just got to renew these contracts and like. Uh, and keep them in perpetuity kind of thing that's perfect yeah so this is a little interesting xbox 360 games will no longer be included in xbox games with gold so this is like xbox's playstation plus offering Uh, yeah starting in october now it will only feature xbox one games so i i guess kind of like the way ps plus does it Um, finally yeah I think that's one more nail in the coffin for games with gold. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how long it holds out. Uh, this this is this is very interesting, and I 
I want to get your opinion on this. So, Blizzard Entertainment have acquired the studio behind the ill-fated Spellbreak. The team will help with... Uh, actually, I should name them. They're called Proletariat. Uh, mm-hmm. They worked on sp- uh, Spellbreak. And the team will help with working on World of Warcraft and their new expansion called Dragonflight. Well, the biggest thing is, is the reason why I said ill-fated Spellbreak, because in order for them to work on this, they're actually closing Spellbreak. Now, I don't know if Spellbreak didn't do too well, or just it was a free-to-play magic battle rail. I liked where it was going, but maybe I guess it didn't take off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I heard the PvP in that game is pretty good, so... It just never caught on, I guess, like, the because it's a battle royale, it's, like, hard to, to compete with the top dogs. Yeah, but know. if if it's getting put into World of Warcraft, that I can see that being a good thing. World of Warcraft is desperate right now. Final Fantasy XIV is kicking their butt, number one. Um, <laughs> they have been overtaken as the top MMO, and I don't see them getting that back anytime soon. So they need help right now. Yeah, they, they took their sandwich and ran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took no their choice. Life. They're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so we got Nickelodeon and Smite teaming up. Smite is still around and still going strong, I guess. Uh, as you'll be able to play as Zim, Danny Phantom, Powder Toastman, Jenny XJ9, and Rocco inside Smite. So, That's another desperate reach. Yeah. That, I, I'm so surprised that game is still around. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big reach. Yeah. That's a big reach. So this kind of hurts me, this next one. After the disaster that was GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition, Rockstar has completely scrapped remasters for GTA 4 and Red Dead Redemption 1. Instead, they're going to have their team focus all hands on deck on GTA 6. So I'm going to say this. They rushed Trilogy Definitive Edition. That game was horrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all three of the games were buggy. They weren't running well. They rushed it. Because they split their teams. They're still trying to release content for GTA 5. They just dropped the new updated PS5 and Xbox Series X, the Series S versions of the game. Um, and now they have, and then they have team on, on GTA 6. Now they're bringing everybody back in and they're focusing on GTA 6, which they need to do because they need to stop Jeep milking GTA 5. GTA 5 is done. Let the game die. Okay? Let it die. We want to see some nice content on this before... They're, I mean, they're already talking about a PlayStation 5 Pro. So, I, I mean, let, let's, see how, let's see how crazy realistic GTA 6 is. Please, for the love of God, just let it die. Yeah, let's go. And speaking of letting things die... Ubisoft will be <laughs> shutting down online services for a bunch of games, including uh, associated multiplayer DLC that you bought. So the games are Anno 2070, Assassin's Creed 2, 3, Brotherhood, Revelations, Liberation HD, Driver San Francisco, Far Cry 3, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Rayman Legends, Silent Hunter 5, Space Junkies, Splinter Cell, Blacklist, and Zombie U on the Wii U. I didn't know that was still up. That's good. They need to reclaim some of their server space. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> For all those people playing Zombie U. 
Uh, right. Wow, it's a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just cheesed that some of these games aren't even that old, and they're already, like, getting rid of them, like... Because they've moved on from them. They yeah. have a lot more plans. They're trying yeah. to bring crossplay to all of their games, like Division, For Honor, um, you know, even though they're that Battle Royale game, Hyperscape got trashed, but, I mean, they're, they're trying to redeem themselves. Right. Oh, also, I want to I want to add a nugget that uh, Boomatron just uh, just uh, brought up. So uh, potentially, Goku is coming to Fortnite since the Capsule Corp logo was found in the files. Now they got that Naruto uh, crossover event happening right now, so this doesn't seem as far fetched. If Goku comes to Fortnite, do you understand that Fortnite is broken? Fortnite will be Fortnite will be broken. Mans will be on Fortnite running around. We'll go. You got people not even knowing how to play Fortnite. I'll be playing Fortnite just because Dragon Ball Z is on there. Yeah. Yo. Um, I don't even know how to act on that one. I mean, I may dust off uh, stripes. Where you at? We dusted off Fortnite. Are we gonna be playing? <laughs> Fortnite? Are we gonna be playing Fortnite? <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. It's like uh, the only place you can legit have Goku versus Superman. Like, oh my gosh! Only yeah, place. Fortnite is crazy. Yeah. My oh god. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So continuing on, uh, you can now sign up to playtest EA's new skate game, which has some development updates and is shaping up really nicely. I mean, the footage looks rough, but it is development footage, and it's looking pretty good. So they're they're taking this game serious, and you can playtest it. Uh, and be part of that. So where am I? Here. Uh, the next one. This was very interesting considering this game is pretty expensive to buy right now. Lollipop Chainsaw is being worked on uh, in the form of, I believe, it's a remake, uh, which will release in 2023. However, both James Gunn, yeah, that James Gunn, and Suda51 have stated that they have no involvement with the remake and have not been consulted on the remake. I didn't know that James Gunn actually worked on that game. So that's cool. Not cool that they're they're making it without him, but this game is very expensive. I wanted to buy a copy of this and it's like at the time it was 150 bucks for a used copy. Mm -hmm. So uh, hopefully that gets cheaper. Right. Okay, so this next one, I want to get your opinion on it, John. Uh, Sega and Atlas want to adapt Atlas properties into movies and TV shows, specifically some of them being live action. And Persona is one of those series that is all but guaranteed to be getting a project of some kind. What do you think? Make the um, the digital, make the animation before you do a live action, please. If you do a live action, you have a 99% chance of destroying it, and I don't want that. So, yeah, you know what? Let, let's bring that up in a topic, and we can talk about that next week, because I, yeah, I have okay. feelings for that. Yeah. We can talk about that next week. Yeah, I have, I have some thoughts about that, too. But yeah. uh, Atari is celebrating their 50th anniversary. And they will be bringing 90 of their classic games to PS5 and PS4 later this year. So, interesting. Mm. Uh, E.T. Okay. with a platinum trophy. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> uh, 
And then finally, th this this is like the weirdest way to confirm this. And like people have been racking their brains since 1993 or whenever Sonic uh, 3 came out. Uh, so Sonic series veteran Yuji Naka has seemed to confirm a long time rumor in the games industry that Michael Jackson indeed worked on the soundtrack for Sonic 3 and Knuckles in some capacity. This was posted in a tweet in regards to the fact that Sonic 3's music has been changed from the Sonic Origins version of the game, which is now completely different. Yeah, so I'm not going to go through, because we don't have time on this episode to go through, but one of the most famous tracks on Sonic 3 was Ice Cap Zone, was apparently uh, sampled from one of Michael Jackson's tracks. I don't remember which one it was, but um, apparently a lot of Sonic 3, I mean, Sonic music was good by itself, but to be to be sampled from Michael Jackson and the fact that Michael Jackson worked on it mm -hmm. may still makes Ice Cap Zone kind of pop to this day. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, to have them not have the licensing rights to it and they had to remake new tracks. I mean, again, it's not going to be bad because your boy T Lopes has worked on it. So mm -hmm. I'm really happy. To, I really want to hear what the new versions of these zones sound like and what creations T Lopes was able to pull. But, um, it is sad that it does not have the original glow to it, but I mean, it is what it is. At least the gameplay yeah. is still the same. Yeah, exactly. So. T Lopes worked on it. It, it can't be that bad. Yep, like, yep. but like th that has been a hotbed of contention for re-releasing the game. So they finally pulled the the trigger on releasing, because uh, like those those were two separate games you had to get. Like you had to get the the Knuckles cartridge and mm -hmm. Sonic Three, and then you could get the best version of the game. But now now you can finally play them all at one time. Uh, yeah, no, for all sure, hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, that is episode 118 of the Jack Tan Podcast. Uh, like I mentioned in the first part of the video, uh, I mean, the first part of the episode, uh, we're definitely going to be getting uh, more beautiful voices on here, more guests. Um, we're going to get uh, get better active. I'm finally settled. Josh, you're settled. And um, we just want to start bringing some more awesomeness to the show uh, because this is, you know, we both enjoy what we're doing. We both love talking about video games. And I, I don't see us stopping anytime soon. So. Thank you for everyone coming through on this episode. Thank you for the support and the continual support of uh, being a part of the Jack Dan family. We thank you all. But with that, we are out of here. Good night, everybody. Good. Sending y'all to Silky Sea. Night.